5 p.m. Central today. Free agency starts. It's this evening. And now that teams are making decisions on players, I've got some more names to keep an eye on. New rumors, including one about Mo Bamba. Plus, are we going to get good news about Zion Williamson and the Pelicans early on tonight? Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday, the start of NBA free agency, 5 p.m. Central. I'm sure a bunch of deals will come flying. Are the Pelicans going to be in there? Right at the beginning, or are they going to play things a little bit slowly as they're still, as we've talked about the past couple of weeks, trying to figure out their roster spot? Could be either one, but there are some names that are going to be interesting to them, and we're going to talk about some new ones and some updates on at least one in today's episode. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know. The rumors, the draft. Summer League's coming right behind this. We should get the completed Summer League roster either probably on Friday, right before their first practice. And of course, we'll be breaking down those games. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. And of course, leave a five-star review with a comment and comment down below on YouTube as well. And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Locked On Pelicans is partnering with Arcade One Up to give away three NBA Jam Shack machines. That is right, three. These guys are known for making incredible retro three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and many more. Enter to win on arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade1up.com slash locked on for your chance to win one. So, free agency starts, and the Pelicans are still looking to upgrade the roster, and I'm sure they'd like to either use the taxpayer mid-level exception or the non-taxpayer mid-level exception, depending on if they can clear salary out. And if they get one of those, if there's a guy they want at the non-tax, you know, $10.35 million, and they go, this is the guy that really we've got to go and get, they'll find ways to clear salary, even if you have to include future assets to go and do that. So we went over a bunch of the guys yesterday, and the name we really led off with, the name that everyone said basically in the comments yesterday is their number one target, is Mo Bamba, the center from the Orlando Magic, right? Shot a good uh, percentage from three-point range last season, not on huge attempts, but not on like no attempts either. You know, averaging a couple blocks per game, really giving you that down-low rim protection, and I do think this team needs a backup five more that's an upgrade over Billy Hernan Gomez basically I don't know if they're you know Jackson Hayes has proven that maybe that's not the right spot for him I don't think Larry Nance Jr. wants to be put at the five a ton though you can throw in there so you need a backup five to have that probably gives you just more defense and three-point shooting than what uh, Jonas Valanciunas gives you and I do think Jonas Valanciunas is underrated so Mo Bamba's kind of been the name there well the chance of that happening they went up it went up yesterday. The Orlando Magic re- renounced his rights. And at first I thought this might be because he has a cap hold. So basically when you're a pending free agent like that, you you have a hold on the team's cap. For him, it was $22 million. So that was $22 million in cap space they could not spend. 
until they agreed to a deal with Mo Bamba or, or they're like, you're not coming back. You renounce the cap. If you renounce the rights to the guy, well, then that cap hold comes off. And that's what they did. I figured that was maybe, okay, then they signed him to an, an $8 million a year deal, a $10 million a year deal, something like that. And they can also then immediately spend their money in free agency too. But then it was rumored that they're going to be in the running for Isaiah Hartenstein. They still want another center to pair with Paolo Bancaro. And it seems like it's just not Mo Bamba. Now, I don't think he was as amazing as some of y'all think he was and have told me down below in the comments. And if you disagree or disagree, let me know down below. But it probably means if they're going to be making a play for Hartenstein, who's a better center, I think, than Bamba is, different skill set. Well, it means he's going to be more available than he was before. And maybe New Orleans can tempt him here. So if you're a big fan of Mo Bamba, that news that they've renounced his rights and that they're going after Isaiah Hartenstein, yeah, that's a good thing for you if that's the guy that you want on this team. Another player that it sound, it just opted out of his deal for around the taxpayer mid-level exception, Patty Mills. You know, I don't think they need a ton of help on the wing. I think it's a backup center or maybe another guard on this team would be good for them. And that also is just because I think they need to be giving Trey Murphy more minutes. And so the wing spots kind of get a little bit crowded. Patty Mills is a veteran presence off the bench, giving you kind of another point guard, another scoring guard that's more consistent than Devontae Graham. He could do worse. Look, he's older, right? He's going to be 34 before the season starts. You know, he's been in the league for a long time. He's a bit of a noted Pelicans killer, in my opinion. There's a lot of those guys out there. You know, and last year, playing for the Brooklyn Nets, starting about half the season, 11.4 points per game, shot from three, 40% on seven attempts per game, making almost three per game. Those are good numbers, right? And 2.3 assists. He kind of gives you everything you want in a backup point guard other than... And he's not bad defensively. He's not amazing. He was better, but he's a little bit older. He's lost a bit of a step. And he's slightly undersized at 6'1". I'd like, if he was 6'3", he's kind of the perfect guy. But if you need some three-point shooting, just some depth as like more of a pure point guard, which is what he is, than a two-guard, than a scoring guard, I don't know. Like I kind of like the idea of adding another good veteran locker room presence to this team. Not that they need that because the culture is strong and CJ holds a lot of that down by himself. But the other cool part is he's Australian. Just like Dyson Daniels is. And maybe it's a mentor for him. Someone to, he can kind of lean on that has, you know, again, we've talked about, right, being able to relate to, being from the same country, those type of things. I think that could be a really good fit. Like, he shouldn't be asking for more than the 6.5 taxpayer, 6.4, 6.35 taxpayer mid-level exception. Sign him on a two-year deal with maybe a non-guaranteed second year or team option. That's a useful player to have, I think. And, you know, the fact that he opted out means I wonder if he thinks he can get more or he wants a bigger role. And I don't know if he has, if they New Orleans truly has the minutes that he's going to want to play. Or maybe he just wants to earn, you know, another three-year deal, a two-year deal before he ends up kind of retiring and his career's on the downswing. So he wants to get more guaranteed money. But to opt out of that, I wonder if that means he's got a number in mind or a deal already lined up. Could be the case, too. Or maybe he's just going to resign with the Nets for more. Could be that as well. But I think he's a guy that New Orleans should take a look at. Again, I don't think they need a ton of help on the wing. I think it's more of a backup big man or a little bit more depth at guard, presuming that you're going to try and ship out Devontae Graham. I think Patty Mills could do that for his career. He is a 39% shooter from three on four and a half attempts per game. 40% on seven attempts per game last season. Year before that. 30, 30, let's round it up. 38% on 6.3 attempts. Year before that, 
38.2% on 6.1 attempts per game. Those are really good numbers. This is a guy who's going to consistently give you two or more threes per game. I like that kind of player. They need more shooting. He could definitely be that kind of spark off the bench and running a second unit. You know, he started, he's not started. He's mostly come off the bench in his career. He's used to that kind of role. There's a lot to like about Patty Mills other than he's just undersized. I don't I don't love that because they Jose Alvarado's undersized too and it's a bit of a problem in my opinion. So two other guys I want to talk about in the next segment before we get to Zion in the third. Mike Mascala who got an update on him yesterday and could I interest you in noted Pelicans killer Danio Gallinari. Either of those two guys. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Arcade One Up. We got big news. The one, the only NBA Jam is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in at home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever. Wait, uh, than ever before with Wait For It, a Shack Edition machine. NBA Jam is the GOAT, right? It's just that simple. It is the absolute GOAT of video games, in my opinion. And I love it. And well, it's back and better than ever before. It was also one of the first sports games to ever feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. There were no fouls, there were no free throws, and now there's no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now for, from Arcade1Up.com. That's Arcade1Up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade1Up, it's the place for fun. they got even more classics like Golden Team, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $3.99. And check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a locked-on listener. So enter for a chance to win a game console for your home at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one, up.com slash locked on. You've got till July 8th to enter, so time's starting to kind of get there to win an NBA Jam Shack edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today and then invite me over. Invite me over because I'm going to want to play. We're going to be best friends if you end up winning one of these. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. We killed it in the draft, crushing it for the free agency talk right here, and it's an exciting time to be a Pelicans fan. And oh, by the way, free, no paywall or anything like that. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave a comment down below on YouTube. Best way you can help the show, comment on YouTube. Comment every single day if you can. Helps, and it takes like two seconds to do. And there's fun and interesting discussions down there. It's really cool to see the back and forth between a lot of people and fans of the show and fans of the team giving their opinions on there. So let me know who's your number one target in free agency. We're going to continue the same question. Is it Mo Bamba? Is it someone else? Is it now maybe Mike Muscala from the Oklahoma City Thunder? You know, a little bit older. He's 30. He'll be 31 during the regular season. But he's a decent backup big man that gives you a lot of what you want. He's not as good as, you know, Mo Bamba, but he's certainly serviceable. This is a guy who last year for OKC averaged eight points, two and a half rebounds per game, and about a half a block. And, oh, by the way, he shot 43% from three on 3.8 attempts per game, so decent enough volume. Year before that, 37% from three. Year before that, 38% from three. He is a career, where did the number go? 37.7% shooter from three. That's pretty good. You know, he had a $3.5 million team option that they declined. You could probably sign him for about that. I don't think he's going to command a lot. So this is a guy that you can sign 
Without needing to like clear a ton of cap space for, he fits neatly into the non-tax mid-level exception. And if you remember, he had a couple games last year against New Orleans where he just torched them. This is going to be a theme in the next guy we're going to talk about, Gallinari here. Get those guys on your team, right? He's a backup big that's serviceable, that can be a spot starter if you need him to. He is a pure five, in my opinion. I don't really see him as much as a power forward anymore. And he's got good size, 6'10". Fits what you want, and he's cheap, and he's more reliable, and he's going to give you more defense and shooting than Billy Hernan Gomez is going to do. That's the exact type of guy they need. There's not going to be a... There likely isn't going to be, depending on how you feel about Mobamba, a huge flashy free agent signing, right? Like they're coming back with kind of the same team. They'll tweak the roster a little bit to create room for EJ Liddell. And if they sign a name, anyone in free agency, and that's going to be about it, right? Because the team was good last year. They made the playoffs. They pushed the Phoenix Suns to six games. And now you're adding Zion to that mix. And we'll get to him next. You don't need to do wholesale changes or things like that, right? The team was good. Your big free agent acquisition it's kind of Zion Williamson. The guy wasn't here last year. Is going to be here this year. And you're integrating him, again, to everything with this. So, Muscala just makes your team better. He doesn't need to get minutes. He probably isn't expecting a huge role on the team. He only played 13.8 last season. It kind of fits, I think, that what you want in a backup big man. that gives you a slight bit of rim protection, though not as good as Mo Bamba, and three-point shooting. So you can play him with a variety of different guys. This was a little bit unexpected from OKC to decline that option. I would try and pounce if I were the Pelicans to try and bring him in and see if he makes a lot of sense as your backup big man to just kind of fill one of the few holes that are like, oh yeah, New Orleans definitely needs to address that. But what if I could interest, could I interest you in another... Noted Pelican killer, Danio Gallinari. Just was involved in trade from the Hawks with the Spurs. Thank you, Spurs. Sending um, DeJounte Murray to the Atlanta Hawks. Getting him out of the conference, making the Spurs bad. Kind of taking away one team fighting for a playoff spot alongside New Orleans. I dig it. And also, that's going to be a real fun team in Atlanta now with him there. And just causing the Spurs to rebuild. Probably taking them out of kind of being a good team for the next two or three years. I love that. Thank you. So Gallinari goes to the San Antonio Spurs, and I wonder if they're going to try and reach a buyout and let him become a free agent eventually. Would he make a lot of sense? And this is a noted Pelican killer. This is a dude who has really torched New Orleans for a number of years and in big games, whether it was with OKC, whether it was with the Atlanta Hawks. He just like always beat up on the Pelicans, and it was so annoying. Did you also know his nickname is The Rooster? I had no idea. That's what it's saying on basketball reference here. He's good still, right? Like, he's still a useful player. 12 points per game last season, 4.1 rebounds. or Sorry, 4.7 rebounds, 1.5 assists. He's not going to give you much defense, but he can shoot. He's a career 38% shooter from three. You know, he plays, he's more of a four right now than a three, but he can kind of play any of those positions. He's like a stretch four, essentially, so he can play on the wing a little bit. You know, he's tall at 6'10", gives you size, gives you shooting, isn't really the center that you want and isn't going to give you a ton of defense. I almost want to just bring him onto the team so he can't beat them. Because if he stays on the San Antonio Spurs... And you all know this. You all know this, right? There's going to be a game next season if he's on the San Antonio Spurs where he and they're playing New Orleans and they win because he goes off for like 35 freaking points. 
You know that that is going to happen. Just sign him to the Pelicans. Trade for him. Sign him. Bring him in there if he's bought out for very little money, right, that you won't have to give him as much. And don't let him do that. We'll all be frustrated that game. It probably would be a home game. And you leave the Smoothie King Center being like, what the hell? And then we got to do an angry cast here on Lockdown Pelicans the next day. Let's not just bring him here and we can avoid that whole situation. Makes too much sense, right? I don't think he's that realistic of an option. I more wanted to do it for the joke of like, he'll beat the team, but you only funny because it's true. So those are some of the other names that have really come up. I think Mascala could be a really good option. I do like the idea of Patty Mills. I just don't know if he's going to end up wanting to sign here and you probably need to overpay to get him, which could do it with kind of one last big-ish contract for him. But I think those are some of the names that New Orleans is really going to be looking at on with Mascala kind of high on my list of like, realistic free agents along with Mo Bamba now that it looks like he's probably not going back to the Orlando Magic so coming up let's chat about Zion a little bit the extension are we going to get some news like right at the deadline that he's agreed to it or not what could be the hang up with that and I'll explain why I actually think that hang up is really dumb really dumb this should actually be easy if they make this more difficult than it needs to be I'm going to be super annoyed with the Pelicans more so than Zion, but a little bit of Zion too. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Sakara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat, and Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it. So, with delicious, plant-rich, nutritional, uh, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body, that's what Sakara does. They're ready to eat meals, right? It's a it's a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. So, plant-rich, right? Vegan. Being careful about what you put in your body. It's going to help. I've been eating healthy since the new year and I feel better than I have ever before, than ever before. More energy. I'm not just exhausted all the time. That's been the biggest part. The problem is I hate cooking. I hate cooking. I just don't have the patience to do it. I like wolf down a meal. The food's in front of me. It's done in five minutes. It's just kind of how I am, how I operate, right? So I don't like spending 30 minutes to an hour cooking a meal when I'm going to eat it. It's like the ratios off there. Sakara makes this easy, right? Because they're going to give you ready-to-eat meals that serve as functional wellness for you. And it's awesome. Their nutritionally designed, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners are made with powerful, plant-rich ingredients, helping boost your energy, support your digestion, and curb your sugar cravings. And it's also going to get your skin glowing because it's got great stuff for you in there. Plus, it's all delivered right to your door, ready to eat, so you don't need to cook. Number one thing, right? And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash lockedon20 or enter code lockedon20 at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash locked on 20 to get 20% off your first order. That's sakara.com slash locked on 20. And thank you for making locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about the team, whether it's draft free agency, we have got it covered here. And the wonderful thing is we're Monday through Friday, every single day. So if there's a big story, we are talking about it right now here right now and we're able to do that it's awesome and we're going to be going back to doing the live shows next week every thursday can't do it today because i'm doing some locked on nba stuff locked on stuff um and that's going to be a lot of fun so and i'll tweet out some of that stuff later so make sure you follow along with that but so no live show we'll get back to that the week after that so are we going to get good news and the good news is not the pelican signing mobamba that's not bad news but it's not the amazing news that we want that is 
Woj or Shams tweeting out that Zion Williamson is signing a five-year max extension with New Orleans or is signing an extension, right? That's kind of the big thing. You know, it seems like everyone is kind of pointing that this should get done early. I personally think it should get done early. But David Griffin, you know, has said that Zion Williamson's a max player, but the team needs to kind of protect themselves a little bit. In a sense, they do. But I don't think that should actually hold up the negotiations. As I've explained before, right, when you hear someone talking about injury protections on the Zion Williamson extension, that means that when they're following the Joel Embiid model, right, you've seen that a lot. But what does it truly mean? The Joel Embiid model was this. If he didn't play a certain amount of games, his contract for next season was just guaranteed for less money. So if it's $30 million a year, let's say he's getting, you know, it might be guaranteed for $15 million the next season. And what that only means is not that if he plays next season, he gets 15 instead of 30. That's not it. He gets the 30 if he's on the team, even if he doesn't play next season. It just means that if they cut him, cut him, they only have to pay him 15 million instead of the 30 million and then whatever was guaranteed on the year after that. It saves them money in the case that they cut him or waive him from the team. It doesn't mean he gets less. He could sit out the every single game of that contract as long as they didn't waive him. They were paying him the totality of it. So the 30 per year to use that example. It's the same situation for Zion Williamson. Let me ask you this. Is there any scenario, any scenario you see the Pelicans cutting Zion Williamson in the third or fourth year of his deal? Unless he's missed the full entirety of the first two years, but they just cleared him, right? You can't imagine that that's going to happen. Do you see them cutting Zion Williamson at all? I don't. I don't. I think it's the type of player that you have in a small market that basically you go down the ship, you know, it's the like captain going down with the ship with. So why does this need to be a sticking point? To me, the bigger thing is trying to get him to not sign a player option or give him a team option or just simple. Here, no, no injury protections. Just go out and... Play basketball, and here's a five-year max deal. No options. No injury protections. You don't get a player option at the end, so we have team control as long as possible. And we don't put these, these escalators in there. I think that's the move. That's the move right there with Zion Williamson. I don't think you need to really overthink this. Maybe they want to, but that's then about saving Gail Benson money. And if they have to cut Zion Williamson teams are going to be well over the cap at that point. So it's not like they have the money to go out and sign someone else. You're still operating with the same extensions you would have if you were carrying him on there or not. This just saves Gail Benson money. I don't care about that. It's not my money. So I don't think they need to really build some of this stuff in. I think just give him the full five-year deal if he can't do it. You know, you'd like to not get a player option in there, but if that's what it's got to be, that's what it's got to be. You don't need this to drag out. You want this to go away by the time Summer League starts, which is right immediately. So that's my take on it. I've said that. I've been consistent about that, that those injury protections are really only tied to cutting the guy. You can you can tie them to the Rose Rule escalators, which basically means you know the first deal he can sign is 25% of the cap. If he meets certain criteria, it becomes 30%. You can tie games played to that but look he wouldn't the 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 criteria for getting the 30 percent of the cap is winning mvp making an all nba squad right defensive player of the year he's only going to get those if he's playing the majority of the games that he would have met the criteria at anyway so who cares 
it's a moot point to me. I think that's that's stupid to dwell on, and there's no reason to drag these out. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. We'll, we'll get an early indication of it, you know, potentially on t- t- tonight, Thursday night. But hopefully it's wrapped up by the weekend. I'm also driving on, you know, uh, one of these days. So it's like, I don't want to be in the car when that breaks. So don't do that to me. Um, and if I do, I'm going to literally record from my phone while my girlfriend drives the car then. And we'll get something out to you all if that's going to be what ends up happening. But I'd like this wrapped up tomorrow. No injury protections because it doesn't matter because they're not going to cut him. And a full five-year max, no, no player option. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but it should. Get this done early. That's that's what I would do if I were the GM. I, let me know if you agree or disagree, but I don't think there needs to be injury protections because they're just not going to cut him at any point in time. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. More free agent names for you today. It's going to be a fun day um, once we hit 5 p.m. Central, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm excited, even though the Pelicans might be a little bit quiet, but there are some moves they want to make. There's some things they're definitely thinking about and let's see if they can go and get them done early. And if it's going to be an exciting day when it comes to Zion Williamson. So as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with y'all on, I got to figure it out with the holiday traveling, but I will have my mic and my camera with me. So I will be back with you all, well, Friday. And then after that, we'll figure it out. I'm getting my days confused. All right. I'll see y'all then.